this is the Big Kid Show. Welcome in, welcome in. I am your host, Big Nick, and with me, I have two of your favorites, two of the Big Kid Elite. That's right, straight from the Elite Squad, I have Mr. Mark and Mr. B. How are we doing tonight, gentlemen? Hey, yo, doing good. Feeling good. Feeling great. All right, what do we got here tonight, kids? Well, we got another fun episode for you. Make sure you like, subscribe, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff, all that fun stuff. Make sure you're keeping up with the big kids. Make sure you are dialed in. Tonight, we are going to do something that's a little bit of a spin from something we typically do here. I love the top three shows. Hearing from everybody out there in listener land, everybody else loves the top three shows, too. But we're going to do a new format that is very similar to the top three. It's called Mount Rushmore. It's basically a top three, but we're adding another (laughs) spot, right? Because... For those of you that failed to pay attention in history class, Mount Rushmore is a national memorial for our greatest of nations. And it has majestic figures where you can see George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt, and Abraham Lincoln. Well, how about tonight we discuss Baberham Lincoln? (laughs) Because we are going to be talking... And constructing, each one of us, three big kids, will construct our own Mount Rushmore of hot babes from the 90s. (laughs) Yes. I'm still laughing at Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) That is pretty good. (laughs) All right, gentlemen, without further ado, let's jump right into it. We have the mountain. It is ready for the face carving. And we're going to go over to Mr. Mark first. Carve us your first face on the Mark Mount Rushmore Hot Babes of the 90s. Hot Babes of the 90s. All right. So number one on my list is, um, and, and again, we're not really going in order here. So when I say number one, it's just the first one I've got. But It's the um, one furthest to the left. I love all <laughs> these ladies equally, um, although I'm sure they don't love me back. So... The first choice that I've got for tonight's episode, gentlemen, is a lovely lady. Her name is Jennifer, and her last name is Hewitt, and her middle name is Love. Jennifer Love (laughs) Hewitt, because she knows what you did last summer. And then she still knew what you did last summer. Um, She definitely, to me, and again, you know, we think about 90s, we're thinking teenage Mark to... Graduating high school, Mark, right? So that's kind of the the time period that it hit me in. And when I look at her work of art throughout that, that decade, you've got Party of Five. You've got a classic, I'm pretty sure, multi-Emmy Award nominated um, House Arrest movie with Jamie Lee Curtis and Kevin Pollack. Uh, she was on Boys, Boy Meets World, which is just, you know. Who doesn't love that historical documentary? Um, (laughs) So, you know, to me, I just think she's she's gorgeous. Right. I mean, John Mayer wrote a song about the lady. Right. I mean, when John Mayer writes a song about you, I think he's wrote your body is a wonderland. Your body is a wonderland. But right. that was his first hit. That's what he that's what he hit the ground with and and took off with. So I am going to agree with Mr. John Mayer. I'm going to go with one Jennifer Love Hewitt. I can see her face being etched onto the stone as we speak. And it already looks beautiful. Jennifer, you look beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> Love it, buddy. Yeah, she hit her. Uh, I mean, she was very famous in the '90s, and it, that was a peak decade for her. Party of Five was was a big time show. I don't yeah. think I ever watched an episode, but I did. Um, watch I almost the, did because of her, but I never did. I did watch the "I Know What You Did Last Summer" and the sequel, and she was in both of them. And so, yeah, she was she was certainly a heartthrob, especially for the high school guys back in exactly the, in the yeah, like i said that kind of hit me in you know where i was during that time period it was coming into high school and then you know obviously i graduated 99 so right at the tail end of 90 so it, uh, it hit the sweet spot so and she is closer in age to us three big kids than any of my picks yep yeah i think me as well actually so she i think she's the youngest one on my list of the four so you're so. saying you're saying there's a chance, Mark. 
You're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> Call what's, me all this, what's all this one Just in a kidding. million talk? <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, she had a musical career, too. Yes, exactly. She's multi-talented. Not I know she would act. like us for, to forget her musical career, but uh, <laughs> let's not forget she did Maybe she's have proud, a music Big career. Nick. Who knows? Cue the song. Cue the song. Cue it. <laughs> well, so, uh, so <laughs> you want to know her songs? <laughs> there was a song called Let's Go Bang. Uh, that was a 1995 Jennifer Love I wasn't aware song. of that song. Jennifer, her, naughty. Yeah. <laughs> And her uh, other song was Bare, uh, Bare Naked in two, 2002. So um, huh. her Good. debut album was Love Songs in 1990. I actually didn't realize that she had this many albums out now that I'm sitting here looking at it. But one of them peaked at number 37 on the Billboard 200 chart. So shows you what Big Nick knows. I don't know anything about yeah. music. Hard to argue with that. So you're saying you would put her on your Mount Rushmore of music Oh, artists. she's already halfway done. It's <laughs> it's in progress, man, as we speak. All right. I think that's a fine choice there, Mark. Great way to kick things off. All right. Mount Rushmore, number two, hot babes of the 90s. Hit us with one, Mr. B. All right. So we're going to go with, we're just going to go off the rip. This is going to be my second to the left face. I'm going to have to do a lot of etching with my little pickaxe and rock thing, hammer or whatever. <laughs> But, so this uh, young lady was February 1990s Playmate of the Month for Playboy and also holds the record for most Playboy covers by any person. We're going to go with a one Pamela Anderson. Oh, yeah. and hard so, to leave her off the list. Obviously, her fame, I did, but it's hard to leave her off the list. <laughs> her, her fame really kicked in with the show Baywatch. We all know that. But I actually forgot about this until I was the big kid research team sent over a uh, a dossier of information that you guys remember, she, she was on home improvement. Yeah, that's right. Yep. She was. Yeah. So, and big Nick would like this. She was actually in uh WrestleMania 11 in 95. Oh, yep. so very nice. So yeah, so we're going to go with a little Pamela Anderson, um, her movie career, not as good, <laughs> um, but again, very popular in the nineties. And that's why when, when we were talking about this topic, that's the first thing I went to was what's like a, 90s iconic person that's you know yep. Pamela Anderson quite attractive um and also been married a, a good amount of time so couple yeah a couple <laughs> couple few times <laughs> well and, and, and part of the reason I left her off my list she did make my honorable mentions but I knew one of you fellows would etch her face onto your wall so uh we'd, we'd have her covered in some you aspect. don't know me oh I know you <laughs> <laughs> you know I have no idea here but I'm wondering if Tommy Lee would have treated her better if she would have only been married the one time. Oof. Well, I many think women he, said that about I Tommy think, Lee. I think, I think he was the first one she married, though. That's what I mean. Oh, I'm, I, now I'm with you. I, I think so that he, he I think that on some basket, level, what you're saying? I think on some level that he may have been the love of her life uh, at one point. At one point, right? And I, I'm just saying, I think that had they not been. Uh, completely insane together that maybe yeah. that would have been the only marriage. I mean, we talked about uh, on one of our bad at life, bad at love episodes where Tommy Lee, one of them got arrested because he was all upset because her parents were coming to visit. Like, and there was like the, cop, <laughs> the cops had to get called over some kind of argument you, over you the crazy yeah. woman <laughs> trying to invite your parents. And wow, Mr. Yeah. B, you you referenced her uh, movie career, and in fact, the movie that she's probably the most famous for is the one that I don't think that she earned any money on. Barbara, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm uh, talking about. Oh yeah, I, I forgot. Mark. Mark forgot. Wasn't that the first? Uh, probably one of the first. Maybe not the first, but one, one of, of the, the first, first major like, yeah. celebrity sex tapes that came out. I mean, I actually forgot about that too. So <laughs> Big Nick's like, I'm all on it. I got that memorized. The research team didn't uh, didn't put <laughs> no, that in your dossier. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll, I, I will remember it because I watched it and I was thoroughly disappointed. I was like, why the hell is anybody talking about this? I don't see what the big deal is. Like, it's just, oh, that's good stuff. Didn't do anything for me. I think they needed a, a director and some different lighting. <laughs> Bring in the crew. Where's the appetizer platter? 
All right. That's certainly a good one. And I'm glad that you brought up that she was on home improvement. Uh, she was on there for quite some time, actually. And I think it was uh, like 23 episodes. She was one of the tool time girls. Yes. Yeah, she, right. I think she was the one that did the introductions early on. And then I think it switched to another young lady later on. Yeah. In the show. Most famous for place. Baywatch, of course, for her, her <clears throat> five or six years on Baywatch. And uh, that show made me believe that if the chick was hot enough and she's running on the beach, then everything just slows down. The whole world slows down. <laughs> everything starts going in slow motion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, th- I didn't care much for the Baywatch show, but there were plenty of reasons to watch it. Well, yeah, I think I the advertisements were just constant slow motion clips of nothing I, but running. I don't think I ever even watched the show, actually. Although as a lifeguard, I guess you do run a lot, but it seemed a little excessive. Yeah, like, little excessive hey, that kid's times. drowning. You might want to run faster. Stop yeah, running you know, in slow a, motion. <laughs> slow motion over there. That kid's over there drowning. There's a shark. <laughs> That's certainly an excellent pick there, Mr. B, and that will bring me to my first pick. You know what? I think I I have no idea what order I want to do these in, so I'll just do them in kind of a random order. Um, I'm going to go with um, Tia Carrere for my swing. (laughs) Excellent. Super 90s. Good call, buddy. Super 90s pick. plays the bass. She plays the bass, which is super. I'm a sucker for... Hot chick with guitar. I always have been, right? Lita Ford, uh, Tia Carrere. Hi. Uh, I guess I should have. <laughs> Sorry, the big kid research team uh, walking yeah, by. Somebody walked in. For people out there listening, somebody walked in the room and I. I Get these interns out of here. High, rather than. Rather than <laughs> Nick reacted very friendly. Just, just. Yeah. Well, I'm a very nice guy. You're, you're um, a friendly guy. Tia Carrere from uh, Honolulu, Hawaii, uh, probably most famous for her role in Wayne's World and Wayne's World 2. Um, she she played the the bass and did the vocals in the band. The bass. And instantly, Wayne Campbell fell in love when he saw Tia Carrere up yes. there on the stage. Slapping the bass. Dream Weaver. <laughs> I believe it'll take you through the night. That's all I got. Well, and she's she's done an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is one of my favorite shows. And so she's she's had quite the career. She's actually won two Grammy awards for her music. So another one oh, that has ventured nice. into yeah, another one that has ventured into music. And well, yeah, she, I, Big Dick, do you know was she in music first? You know, I think that she was. Um, I don't know that for certain, but. Okay. Uh, I, for some reason, I thought that she actually was a musician, and then obviously her talent and then attractiveness landed her TV roles, and then ultimately Wayne's World and things of that nature. So she had an album. Her first solo album went out in 1993, and I don't know. I, I'm guessing that's probably after Wayne's World, right? Wayne's World was probably 91, 92. I'm, I'm not. For some reason, I thought Wayne's World was '93 too. But no, obviously the big kid research team's dropping the ball here, giving us dates. Right, right. <laughs> but uh, no, the, the Tia Carrera for me, like, uh, of course, I didn't know who she was until the Wayne's World movie. But then everybody knew who she was after the Wayne's World movie. Yep. And again, yeah. the hard rock and roll chick, very cool in the Big Nick book. I All love right. it. Where is she on your number of four? She left, right, middle. You know, I I think that um, that is key. That is key. She's a very recognizable person, and I think that she's more recognizable than maybe some of my other selections. Hmm. So I think I want That's her to hold. <laughs> yeah. I think I want her to hold a prominent spot. Okay. Right? I want maybe she's in the George Washington spot, which is all the way to the left, or she's. In the in the Lincoln spot, in the Baberham Lincoln spot, which is on your far right, if it, when you're facing the mountain. Yep. See, when I when I look at the Mount Rushmore, I don't face it; I climb on top of it. <laughs> so you got Washington on the right, yeah, and Lincoln on the left. Interesting, Whoa. interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. going to put uh, Tia Carrere. I'll go with uh, I'll put her in the Baberham Lincoln spot on the right. I love it. Good pick, buddy. And very nice. We're already one in. We're doing good. 
Absolutely. All right. The mountain is starting to take shape, fellas. That brings us around to number two. We got to put another face on your mountain there, Mr. Mark. Absolutely. Well, um, so there was a clerical error in the uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt addition to our rock. So she actually was put in the middle. I wasn't aware of this until uh, the clerical team informed me. So I'm sorry, Jennifer, you, you've been moved to the center. But that's because I have another Jennifer well, I was, to take I, the outside slot. I don't want to cut you off here, Mark. But Yes, please, please. Go ahead. The George Washington spot shows the most of yes. a person. And yes, it does. Jennifer Love Hewitt certainly has some attributes that you might want to apply to the mountain you know the, the, what do you mean yes, you, you might yes, want to you might want to consider that when you're when you're picking your spots I, trust me trust me there's there's been thought process i forgot that i had previously put the release order uh for the middle of the mountain for miss jennifer love hewitt's and she's she's perfectly fine she's comfortable no no issues there but there's another jennifer that we're going to add to the wall so i got two jennifers on my mount rushmore and that other Jennifer would be Jennifer Aniston. Ah, never heard of her. Yeah. Never heard of her. <laughs> so Jennifer Aniston will be taking the Abraham Lincoln spot on the far right hand side. If you don't know who Jennifer Aniston is, I like Big Nick. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, the dossier on on her for the '90s is just starting to kind of bud. It's it's you know obviously the big one is going to be Friends, right? So I mean that. You know, the beginning of the 90s isn't exactly where it took off. But once we hit mid 90s, Jennifer Aniston completely took off. Um, she was in other hit movies like Leprechaun, which I think was the first movie that I ever saw her in. Come I'm on. No reaction to Leprechaun? I'm the Leprechaun. <laughs> I'm the Leprechaun. I watched the preview for that. Oh, my goodness. What a horrible movie. But she was hot at you, it. So. You bite your tongue. Yeah, the other movie was a classic that I just, a legitimate classic that I just rewatched and relived how fantastic this movie was. And that is one office space. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. <laughs> they had a Lumberg for me. <laughs> She's very cute in that movie. Very cute in that yeah. movie. And what what I loved about her role in that movie was it reminded me so much of what we all fell in love with at first glance the first time around with her playing Rachel. It was yeah. it was not a far cry from the Rachel character. Agreed. Tr that's true. Yeah. It's she's very likable in that movie, and I think you know the the part where her boss is kind of lecturing her on the flair and the way she reacts to that, the way she, you know, even for for a woman who's hot, she's not like it doesn't seem very egotistical. Um, you know, th this selection will come as no surprise to my wife because she always gives me crap. You know, when Jennifer Aniston's in a movie that we watch, but. She definitely will take the Abraham Lincoln spot for me. Uh, she'll hold down the corner and we'll have no problems holding down that corner spot. Big, every, big Nick's having a tough time holding it together. Every night, every night, Mark's like, how about another? Uh, she's like, not Jennifer Aniston again. How about, how about we're the Millers? We're meet the I, Millers. I, I, I celebrate her whole collection. Again. I celebrate the again. whole collection. And Jennifer Aniston's like a fine wine. I mean, as she's aged, it's like, has she aged? I, I really yeah. can't tell. I think she's a robot. That's actually a theme for my Mount Rushmore, because you could take these ladies that I have, all four of them, I think, and put them up in their current state on the Mount Rushmore, and people would still be impressed. So, two Jennifers, that's where we're starting things off, and uh, yeah, feeling good about it. Boom, well, yeah. and, and she starts off like from when we get to know Jennifer Aniston, when you know, when we see her on Friends and then Office Space. When we first get to know her, she's very much the girl next door, right? She's yeah. kind of, doesn't she in a weird way, like remind you of the, of the girl that you liked in high school. You know what I mean? Like kind of, yeah. uh, she, that's what she always reminded me of. And there's a certain appeal to that. And then later in life, you know, she gets, uh, you, like you said, a little fine wine here has to sex it up a little bit. You know, she, she's gotten a little sexier and a little less yeah. girl next door uh, as her career has has grown throughout the years, and she's that's yeah, that's a good point. And she's one of those she's one of those ladies that when I when I see her, you know, when a new movie comes out and she's in it, it blows my mind every time. I'm like, when am I going to stop being attracted to her? 
You know what I mean? Like we we all age, and clearly some yeah. of us are aging better than others. Uh, Jennifer oh, the- being a, a prime example of that. But I keep wondering. I'm like, you know, when 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 will there be too much, or will when will that ship sail? Well, and I, w- I will say, if we haven't mentioned it yet, there's an accompanying episode to go with this one. So we're not just talking about the ladies and being sexist here. But anytime we did, uh, the, the big kid research team sent me their research on some of the candidates. It was the, you know, here's how they looked in the 90s. And then here's the now. And I'm just praying that, you know, somehow I can hold it together because for some of the folks, it gets a little rough. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's I got some, some on mine that uh... <laughs> there, there's some rough going. But I think Jennifer Love Hewitt also had a little bit of that girl next door. And, and she also some of the movies that she was in. I mean, obviously, she was in some movies and stuff when she was younger and I was younger because, again, she's just about our age. So I think, again, that was a little more going back to my first pick. That was some of the appeal there as well. So maybe there's a theme you're picking up on here, Big Nick. Could be. Well, and maybe I should address the elephant in the room here before we carry on too much further. There are, you know, there are going to be some softies out there that have a problem with three dudes sitting around talking about hot chicks. <laughs> but the, you know what? Sexists. Yeah. Screw off, man, because here's the thing. Like, it, it used, in the 90s, there was nothing wrong with saying how attractive somebody was. Yeah, it's nowadays it's like, oh, you you need to talk about their intelligence or their talent or whatever. Well, sorry. No, we're here talking about just strictly <laughs> looks for the most part. Now, any of these wonderful ladies could have landed on our list for any number of reasons. It doesn't just have to be looks. But, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong when you're sitting here paying compliments to to Paying wonderful homage. people yeah well and we all should we all should have uh su- such a horrible life to be as track as attractive as these people i'd feel so lucky to be on a list of somebody else's episode yeah. big nick that's all i'll well, say and, and i never will be <laughs> <laughs> hey don't doubt yourself buddy there's somebody that's out true. there it's true. <laughs> There's somebody out there. <laughs> Maybe your wife. I don't know. But Why am I upside down on the Mount Rushmore next to the leprechaun? What's going the on? The fact here? that we even know about these ladies is shows you their talent level, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, true. I mean, it, it's yep. not like you're, we're picking, hey, there was this attractive girl that lived down my street. I mean, these, there's, these are quite talented women uh, that, yes. you know, whether it be acting, music. We've already listed music and acting, but so clearly very talented in that's how we're able to see them on the big screen or the little screen and TV. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, as much as I tried to just go on looks alone, you can't not take talent into, you know, cause if somebody's just annoying anybody knows whether it's a guy or a girl, you get somebody who's attractive and then they open their mouth and it's like, and you're like, get away from me. Oh yeah. <laughs> so great indeed. pick buddy. Well, Hey, I'm, I'm just going to jump in here because Mark, you're a smart man. You're an you're an attractive man. It. You're an intelligent it. man. And I also had Jennifer Aniston on my list. <laughs> Good pick. So yes. We'll, Good we'll just follow that up right there because I think we said everything. Um, to me, when we when we were talking about this again, I went '90s and I my brain went to Jennifer Aniston. I mean, Friends was just all '19, especially the late '90s. That show was one of the most popular shows out there, right? So you knew who she was. Um, and then, of course, like right at the end of the 90s, Office Space came out, and I love that movie on multiple levels, but clearly after that, her career just took off. So, um, And you guys are talking about she usually plays the like girl next door, yeah. but watch uh, Horrible Bosses. Oh my, she's so sexy oh, in Horrible Bosses. She, like she is movie. like the most dirtiest <laughs> dentist ever. I, I know, like, I was- Nick's like, I wish my dentist was like that. I watched that. The first time I saw that movie, I thought, man, I might, I need to get my teeth cleaned. (laughs) I'm overdue. And then Dr. Steve came out and he's like, all right, let's do this thing. (laughs) Take your pants off. Wait a minute. Dentist, hold on. Mine's going to be a fast one because we covered, covered her quite well. But yeah, Jennifer Anderson would be my number. My, I'm going to go. She's going to be middle left of my, uh, She's your Thomas Jefferson, eh? Yeah, she's my Well, he's DJ. on top of the mountain. Forget, you know, don't oh, forget yeah. that. I, he's on I'm top of the mountain. I'm looking the other way around, so. Well, <laughs> absolutely. while we're on the subject of, of Jennifer Aniston, um, she, spoiler alert, did not, she will not be on my Mount Rushmore of 90s hot babes. Boo this man. And it look, I, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> this is one of the most difficult topics we have ever had. Like, 
I swear yeah. that I mean, of course, there's hundreds, hundreds of very attractive, talented ladies that could make it on any of these lists. Could could be on any of our Mount Rushmores. There were probably twenty or so that were very difficult for me to to not include, but with her, like I, so the way that I tried to kind of mold my mountain, if you will, and help my decision-making process was I was trying to select ladies that were at the peak of their powers at some point during the nineties. And for me, Jennifer Aniston, as beautiful and wonderful as she was in the nineties, I don't know if she was at the peak of her powers. I mean, she's managed to, she's managed to stay incredibly attractive and desirable for decades. And Hey, little confession here. Actually, this is something you guys probably already know. Most people that have known me more than 10 days know this. Like my ladies a little on the older side, right? A little, little bit older. I like them a little older than me. Just, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing I'll say, so I don't I don't disagree with you to an extent, but I will say Friends started in 94, and I feel like by the end of the 90s that show was definitely in its height. As oh, that, that was the one of the biggest show. shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's tough because I, I feel like her like career kind of blossomed probably close to the end of the 90s. Um, I mean, obviously, Office Space came out in 99. She didn't have to do that movie, right? I mean, that wasn't like a blockbuster, you know, movie. but she's never really been like an action. You know, she's not going to get a, into a big budget action movie. It's not really been her thing. So... But uh, but no, I, I definitely get where you're coming from, Nick. I mean, that's um, that's the beauty of why we get to go through these lists and come at it from different angles. Well, and I look exactly like David Schwimmer, so maybe I have a chance with uh, Jennifer. <laughs> David <Ann>. Roth. <laughs> with the goatee, yes. <laughs> oh, that brings me around to my, my number two here. We've spent so much David time. Schwimmer? Yes. No, that's, he made your that's wall, a, huh? That's a different show. Um <laughs> For my number two, Literally. I'm going to go with uh, somebody who's extremely famous. Might end up being the most famous one out of everybody on the, on any of the mountains that we carve today. That's right. Possibly more famous than Jennifer Aniston. I went with a Ooh. one. Well, she only has one single name. I went with Madonna. I'm going to go with Madonna, Madonna for my second pick. Very 1990s, buddy. That is very 1990s. Early 90s, she was all over MTV. So let's not forget, played Breathless Mahoney and Dick Tracy in 1990. And she was quite fetching in that role. My goodness. it's probably I thought my I was going to learn how to play piano been. because of that role that she played. <laughs> and also, quite an amazing baseball player in All the Way May. She play, If she was in a... Yeah, uh, League of Their Own. Thank you. Thank you. She yep, does it all. I'm telling you. She, she plays baseball. She can she can sing in the club during Prohibition. Uh, you know, fashionista. She can dance. She can sing. She can write songs. She can produce Cone albums. Boots. Yeah, she can. Yeah, adopt- the coon boobs threw me off as a kid. I was like, "This chick has lost her marbles." She can like, adopt dozens of children. Um, yeah, cone boobs. I'm into cone boobs. Like, I don't well, know about you guys. That's, that's a you problem. I don't know. They were, they remind me of the uh, the snack. One of my favorite snacks, bugles. Bugles. <laughs> that's exactly right, buddy. <laughs> you know, it, you, so here's what you do: you, you, you get your, you get you yourself a bag of bugles. <laughs> you get your lady friend, and you say, you know what? Hey, let's let's have a good time. Let's have some drinks. You know, let's get let's get a little wild tonight. Why don't you be my Madonna? We'll put a, two bugles, one on each nipple, and <laughs> we'll just have a good time. This is good. Way too in depth. Uh, <laughs> hey, if you guys ever see Big Nick at the grocery store with six bags of bugles, you know what's going on. He's well, got a and, busy night planned. And here's the thing: like <laughs> on a I, I'm not going to pretend I've always been attracted to Madonna. She was one of those ones that was like difficult because she was attractive to me in the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s, what have you. And she obviously just oozes sexuality, right? Like there's yeah. there's a very uh, she's a very dominant personality when it comes to to that and and oddly enough oddly enough uh tia carrere in wayne's world but don't forget the famous madonna on saturday night live wayne's world skit 
where they're re mm. they're reenacting oh, yeah. the justify my love music video. Remember that mu- music video was too risque for MTV. Risque. And then we had to have Wayne Campbell and Ga- Garth Algar invite Madonna. Remember because Garth would do the he was he was he was very uh intimidated by Madonna who was extremely attracted to Garth Algar and uh he had to and get out of there. But yeah, uh, Madonna's always been uh, one of my favorite ladies and uh, difficult to say she was at the peak of her powers because she's such a powerful woman who knows the extent of about, her powers. We're talking about her career spanning like over three decades, man. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's yeah. rare for anything. You name a thing, sports, anything. So the fact that she's able to do that on multiple levels with acting, music, all that good stuff, fashion, you said. So awesome. Well, and sh- she had a history of... If she did a movie, the star was going to fall in love with her. Like it, it just happened, right? It happened she always, with she was always the sex, yeah. sex appeal person. It, yeah. it happened with Sean Penn. It happened with Guy Ritchie, and it happened with um, uh, I can't think of his name right now. The guy that played Dick Tracy. It, he they didn't get married, but well, uh, uh, Warren Beatty. Yeah. Warren Beatty, and Warren I think Beatty. I'm not certain. But I think the Take a Bow song, the Madonna Take a Bow song, is about Warren Beatty after he Ooh. left her. And I it was right. – is if anybody's seen the uh, Truth or Dare, you know, they call it a movie, but it's pre- pretty much just a documentary. But if anybody's seen Truth or Dare movie that follows Madonna and her crew around as they go on tour, you see Warren Beatty show up from time to time. He, like, pops in, and he's like the – unapproving boyfriend right like whatever she's doing he does not approve of (laughs) but there's there's certainly an age gap dude like what do you want right there's an age gap between the two and uh, like a 30 year age gap or something she she's kind of lee being like hey pamela quit showing off your body what are you doing (laughs) she's hot she's young she's wild probably everything that he wanted and when he's around her he acts kind of like a dad rather than a than a yeah. than a boyfriend and the funny thing though secretly i think he was you know doing unapproving things on his own so who knows i just yeah. threw warren Beatty right under the bus yes you did i, I, don't, I, I don't appreciate that <laughs> who cares i'm i will take my madonna's side every single Dick time tracy ain't got nothing on you big nick nope i was a breathless mahoney fan good choice good choice i approve all right, it's time to carve out another face on Mountain Mark. Mark's Mountain is uh, getting uh, getting fun over here, so I'm going to go with my TJ Thomas Jefferson uh, selection, and I'm going to go with what was astound not astoundingly, but somewhat surprisingly, like pretty unanimous as one of the hottest women of the '90s in a ton of different results that came back from the big kid research team looking out on the web. Cause there's a lot of websites that do this type of thing. So, um, and that would be one Elizabeth Hurley. Oh yes. So Elizabeth Hurley, you'll remember from Austin powers and Austin powers, the spy who shagged me <laughs> also, um, a couple hidden gem movies, if you guys haven't seen, uh, Permanent Midnight with Ben Stiller, which is actually like one of the first non-comedies that he did. Okay. Um, if you haven't heard of that one, definitely check that one out. It's not a comedy. It's Ben Stiller. You'd expect it to be, but it's not. It's actually a pretty serious. I think it's actually based on a true story. Um, and the other one is uh, kind of silly. It's Ed TV with Matthew McConaughey. Do you guys ever remember seeing that movie where it's almost like uh, a reality show, but it's Matthew McConaughey and... You know, he's just like a kind of, you know, uh, have fun dude instead of like a serious. But but no, Elizabeth Hurley, I mean, she, again, kind of in the mold of, I guess, Jennifer Aniston, kind of timeless. Like every time I see a picture of her, I'm like, is that from the 90s or is that? No, it's like from three days ago. Like what? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, what it's is, crazy. What, whatever her diet is, I want to find that out. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, I, I could wish to be in that good of shape when I'm when I'm 50. But um, but no, she's just for me, I think for her, she has the like classic beauty look. Right. Especially like just her face is like you see her face and it's just very like classically beautiful. So, um, 
Yeah, I don't know how much more there is to say. I mean, you know, she rocked it out in Austin Powers. That was definitely the first time I think I became aware of her. And I saw some other movies she was in, but they didn't fall in the 90s, so I didn't include it on my list. But um, Elizabeth Hurley, welcome to the squad. She's she's on the board. She's on the board. Or on the mountain. And she, you know, yes, she's got obviously movie star good looks, but she is well known for her modeling career as well. Yeah. And yep. uh, it's it's a fine pick, and you're right. It, a lot of these ladies, I said, you know, I went with peak of their powers, but so many of them, it's hard to pick when they were at the peak of their powers because they remained powerful for so long. Every single one of these wonderful, beautiful ladies, majestic ladies that are majestic. we are carving out the mountain. Good pick, Mister Mark. Uh, Thank you, sir, Mister B, you are up, my friend. Oh, right. So. For my next face on my awesome mountainside, we're going to go with a woman that's been dubbed America's sweetheart, a one Sandra Bullock. Aha! Yes. Quality choice. The Big Kid Research Team came back. So People Magazine does the 50 most beautiful people in the world. She made the list in 96 and 99. So, Not too shabby in that of the world of the world. Not the so she US. had two bad years right in the middle yeah. of all that beauty. Yeah, so <laughs> she must have like tripped and broke her nose or something. But if you guys remember, she was in some of the some of the notable movies. Big Nick loved Demolition Man. We got yes. Speed. We got The Net. A Time to Kill, which we talked about on, on mm-hmm. previous episodes. Speed Two, Cruise Control, Practical Magic, Forces of Nature, and those are just a couple select ones from the '90s. So her movie career mm-hmm. really took off in the '90s. Um, but I just, I, for some reason, she, when we knew this topic, she popped in my head in terms of 90s attractive women. So, and, and I don't know yeah. if it was because of Speed and The Net. Like, I guess those movies really stuck with me. And um, Her brashness and her brain is what, uh, what really got to you, Mr. B. She was on my, I mean, she definitely was somebody I considered. So, I, I think that's a solid pick. I mean, it definitely, you know... You know, you know she's attractive because she dated Troy Aikman. Did she really? Yeah, apparently she dated Troy wow. Aikman, Matthew McConaughey, and Ryan Gosling, and then she married the one guy yep. uh, Jesse James, the motorcycle guy, and I think he ended up being a real douchebag. But- oh, sorry, I forgot about the marriage yeah. to Jesse James. Yeah, but except no. for Jesse James, that's quite a who's who's. What was she thinking? And, and, <laughs> and like we said, with that, I mean Sandra Bullock, still amazingly attractive woman. Um, I don't know what kind of steroids or genes she has or what kind of diet and exercise, but she, I mean, she looks still amazing. So um, she will be going into my right center spot of my wall or my, right excuse me, center. My, my mountain or whatever you want to call it. The thing that I love about her too, that, that is really, that I find fascinating is it the later in her acting career, the love interests that play her counterpart, those dudes are getting younger and younger, right? Like, Because she still can pull off looking right. like she's 32. She's holding so, it together mm-hmm. so well that they are like, yeah, we got to get some younger guy in here, some guy that's younger yeah, than Sandra to uh, to yeah, play the if, love if interest. If they put someone that's the same age, it's going to be some guy with a gray beard. Yeah. <laughs> and she, she's like, no, I can still pull off early 30s. Get that dude out of here. Maybe even late 30s, but still, she's doing well. And again, Dubbed America's sweetheart, so she will make my Mount Rushmore. Well, she's so attractive that she spent, you know, the entire movie of the proposal treating Ryan Reynolds like shit, and he still ended up marrying her. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Great pick. Great Thanks. pick. All right, we we are cruising right along here. I love this. this is a fantastic topic, and I just received a note from the Big Kid Research Team that thanked us. For picking this topic, they they thoroughly enjoyed researching <laughs> this all week long. In fact, they're going to be uh, feeding us pizzas and beers after the show to thank us for all of the. Usually, uh, it's the other way around, and we have to feed them pizza right. and beers. And they're they're like, "Hey, you let us look at attractive women for uh, you know thirty six hours straight." So yeah. I spent the big my kid research team doesn't know what's coming is the next episode. Yeah, <laughs> I spent my whole week googling attractive ladies. 
Um, Worst ways to spend your week. That's right. That brings me to my number three. And again, these are in no particular order here because it is a Mount Rushmore. It's not a top three. Uh, I went with Erica Aleniak. Um, ah yes and you know nice. we've talked about her here before on the show when we got into some steven seagal discussion because one of her go right one of her bigger movie roles was from the 1992 under siege movie uh here's the thing with erica uh she's incredibly beautiful uh she was a playboy playmate she was on baywatch uh she was in beverly hillbillies she she had a small part in et back in 1982 and clearly was not at the peak of her powers yet in 82 uh the elliot character kissed her and um apparently he did not really want to do that but um uh she at the peak of her powers in in the 90s i believe so and under siege she was extremely gorgeous very much girl next door she was the one popping out of the cake or supposed to pop out of the cake until the terrorists took over the battleship (laughs) um but she's one of these types too like she's really beautiful with long hair and extremely beautiful with short hair you know she had short hair in the in the uh 90s and i just she's always been uh been a a favorite of mine and also a uh, baywatch girl yes also a baywatch girl just you know uh, just another reason to hang out at the beach all of the time (laughs) maybe even fake drown for a little bit right like oh riptide got me again erica <laughs> big, big nick i've tried it backfires Shucks. every time some du- some dude some dude named chuck always pulls me out backfires <laughs> right, right. every time david hasselhoff comes right over and, and yeah. <laughs> he's like he just kicks me in the ribs and says get up you're fine Pull, pulls you out of the water and puts his mouth right on your mouth and tries to resuscitate yeah. you yeah, night rider made out with me <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't too bad it wasn't too bad <laughs> But yeah, Erica Aleniak will go on my uh, Mount Rushmore for 90s Hot Babes. Yes, I love that. It's super 90s, though. Great, great addition to your Big Nick Rushmore. Thank you. Thank you. Things are shaping up nicely here at Camp Edwards. All right. Let's kick it back around to Mr. Mark for your fourth and final pick. This will complete. Or Mount yes. Rushmore, your your Mount. Baby. Well, hang up, Big Nick. You know how he's going. He's going to be like, I got it. I'm going to put right. six more faces on uh, there. Right. Yeah, I'm going to put six faces in the place of one. Yeah. Yeah. I got like, I, I got triplets. So I'm not breaking any yeah. rules. <laughs> or they're not. They're just related somehow. So it's right. fine. Like they're second cousins and stuff. So don't be jealous because I got more ladies on my wall, guys. Oh, no, you, it's all, it's all right. <laughs> don't, don't be jealous. It's, okay. it's not that you've not earned. No, no, you've okay. not earned their companionship. I understand. I understand the sentiment and i it's okay it's all right let's take some deep breaths Proceed. so for my fourth and final i will go with um an easy choice this was probably one of the first ones that i thought of and it's based off of probably one iconic movie that i saw that i still think is a fantastic movie uh to this day and the movie would be one desperado and the actress would be one Salma Hayek. Oh, well done. Well yes. done. Yes. So Salma Hayek, I mean, I don't think a whole lot really has to be said. You guys can just pat me on the back right now. But obviously, Desperado, you know, she was a knockout in that movie. Antonio Banderas would probably agree with, uh, with Mark, me on that it's point. Antonio Banderas. Antonio yes. Banderas. <laughs> She also was in the fantastic movie Dogma. She was also in the fantastic movie From Dusk Till Dawn, a little oh, Quentin Tarantino that, action. Those are all the, uh, the 90s highlights. That scene when before everyone starts getting killed and she's yeah. doing a little 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 dance with the snake. Let me, let me let me jump eyes. in here for a second. That's not kid appropriate. That scene is not. <laughs> let me jump in here just for a second. <laughs> Big Nick, bring it Big down. Nick's, see, he was criticizing me. Yeah. He thought I was going to pick three chicks, and I picked one chick. That's- Big Nick's got to bring it down twenty percent. Here's the thing: <laughs> if you, anybody out there, if you want to lose your mind, watch that scene from from dust till dawn you will will lose your mind (laughs) guys or girls there's no way to explain it there's no way to explain it's such a good movie and it's so tarantino but um 
But no, Selma Hayek's hot. I mean, there's just no other way around it. And again, like I said, all of these ladies, like you could show me a picture of them right now. I'd be like, yep, still attractive. Impressive. Just received a note from the Big Kid research team. Man, they are honest. We, we knew they loved this topic. That's why they've been more involved in this episode than any to date. Yeah, this is crazy. I, I caught them sleeping three months ago. They're sleeping in the back. They have a request and, and, and actually kind of a statement to go along with it. They are questioning why we had them spend so much time on researching the the fry, the French fry fight the versus mode with french fries <laughs> they're requesting that we do a striptease versus mode on, <laughs> on a future episode and selma hayek might take it for for from dust yeah. till dawn get get back in your get back in your room research team that's Thank a you. brilliant pick and i don't know how that one i don't know how i forgot about it I don't well, know that's why you guys have me here. Yeah, and why you got me very attractive and i agree completely mark like she if you she like doesn't age somehow. I mean, she's just yeah, she's, it's incredible. She's still amazingly gorgeous. So, and I, th- I think the thing with her, like, she's hilarious. Like, just like if you watch interviews with her, she's like seems totally like down to earth, like a funny person to be around. Um, I mean, like I said, as much as I wanted to focus just on looks, to me, it's impossible to decouple the looks from the total package completely. Um, so, all these ladies to me have you know, some intelligence, some talent, some good personality. I mean, all those things kind of come along with it. And Salma Hayek definitely, uh, I think, holds all those cards. Her accent is quite sexy as well, though. It's unheard. It does not hurt. I like the way that she talks. But, you know, that's a fantastic movie, too. It's been a long time since Big Nick has watched that one. That's a really good movie. I mean, the the, the only other best scene of the, the Desperado movie is the two guy with the guitar cases that's a machine gun and a <laughs> rocket launcher. <laughs> I mean, I was like, okay, that, that was pretty good. You got me I've there. Been, I've been trying to turn my guitar case into that for years. It's very right? expensive. Very Man. expensive. Can't pull it off. Wonderful pick. A bit of a surprise pick. And I only say that yeah. because it's somebody that, that I just, it slipped my mind for whatever reason. So wonderful oh. job, Mark. Your mountain is looking very gorgeous. I have to say it's it one of the most beautiful, one of the most beautiful mountains that I have ever seen. And probably never been a, a mountain as beautiful as this mountain ever. You know, I don't mean, <laughs> I don't want to discredit all of the wonderful things that these fine gentlemen did for our wonderful country, but, uh, Man, if your Mount Rushmore existed, I don't. I would never visit the other one. Might yep. be time to swap it out. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I know a guy that can make that happen. Those guys are getting a little old. I mean, you know, we we, we go in at night, guys. That's the key. We go in at night. Well, anything would be an improvement happen. over Abraham Lincoln's face. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, Mister B, show us to the Got mountain, my friend. All right, so I'm going to go with one that. I, I, I'm sure you guys haven't uh, don't have on your list. Clearly, we're towards the end. But Marcus, you mentioned a little movie called Dogma, right? Yes. So I'm going to go with the young lady that played God in that movie. Oh. That would be the amazingly talented Alanis Morissette. I like oh. it. So very surprise pick. She but sold I, an I album it. or two. So One or two. if we want to get into that, before we even get into that, um, I thought she was a very, very attractive, especially in the 90s. The album yeah. uh, Jagged Little Pill, I mean, first off, it won uh, Album of the Year, won a Grammy for Album of the Year that year. So not too shabby yeah. just off that. This was all done, and she was age 21. Crazy. Yeah, so it sold in the U.S. I mean, again, these are ballpark numbers because it's probably still selling some. 16 million in the US, <sighs> approximately 33 million albums worldwide. Oof. Imagine doing that at age 21. Yeah. I mean, not a bad day. So just that alone with her musical talent. And to me, she wasn't like one of these, like, we'll just stick her up there and put a bunch of musicians. I mean, I think she was a legit musician, which is why so many great musicians played with her. But we actually talked about it on our top three bass players. Flea was on that album. You know, oh, you, yeah. Do you think Fleet's going to hop on some poppy album with some 21-year-old? No, I think she was legit good. Um, yeah. But I also I thought she was attractive because she was a little more of the like alternative rock kind of yeah. woman, if that makes sense. Came from I mean, kind of a different angle that the rest of these ladies come from. Yeah. 
So yeah. uh, even Rolling Stones dubbed her the queen of alt-rock angst, um, <laughs> which I thought was interesting. But uh, Well, especially of- with the You Oughta Know song. Right, yeah, I mean that—that yeah. that is alt rock angst right there. Oh yeah, there's and some she, angst. Yeah, and she's <laughs> just a little bit, just a little just bit. To, total album sales across all of her catalog, she's sold uh, more than seventy-five million albums. Oof. I mean, you're getting into like Metallica numbers and stuff like that. Yeah. That's nuts. But uh, I just—I don't know. She kind of she she's a she's very attractive to me, and I love the music ability. I guess that, like we said, it can't just be look sometimes. And I think an attractive woman that's also quite a talented is just makes her more attractive. I mean, if she just stood there and be like, "Yeah, she's pretty attractive," and be like, "Oh my god, she's singing and has all this, you know, in- creative something." It's just creative arts coming out of her. So. Set. She, she. I think she shores up my furthest to the right. I don't know. I don't. I'm kind of confused where all my faces are now. But yeah, she. Um, I, it's escaping me what platform it's on. But she has a documentary that's out now. I know there was a little bit of. I think this came up in one of our other episodes that there was a little bit of controversy about like the way she felt like the story was told about her. I didn't think it was negative to her personally when I watched it, but it's actually an awesome documentary um that really covers her and how young she was when she got popular and 21 22 all the stuff that she went through to get there i mean she had some challenges you know what i mean and she definitely like i had a lot of respect I, i already had a lot of respect for her because you know she she kind of redefined the rock genre for females a little bit in the sense of like, it was a lot of pop stars and, and she kind of came in with a totally different angle. Especially um, at that time frame. Remember that was the whole Britney yeah. Spears and like Christina Aguilera era. And Absolutely. She came in basically the same age, but yep. instead of trying to look like a teeny bopper, she was coming across. I mean, I didn't at the time, I, I thought she was much older than 21. Very girl next you door. Know? Yeah. Very much. Yeah, no, that's that's quality pick, Mr. B. If you haven't and, seen that documentary, go check it out for sure. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's a great choice. And big kid research team let me know when we did this. I don't know if you know, she uh has a twin brother. Really? Yeah, I did not that's know. That's a beautiful that. man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I've I've never seen him, but his name is Wade Morissette. And that's her twin brother. Hi, Wade. So. Wade Morissette. Yeah. Hey Wade. Hi, <laughs> buddy. I bet every year he's probably like, seriously. You got me a tie. You sold seventy million albums. Okay. You can't. You couldn't buy me a little better you Christmas bought present. Me a sweater. Who do you think that mom and dad spend the most time talking to at Thanksgiving? Right. Yeah. Although hey, they're from to... Canada, so they don't. I don't think they do Thanksgiving. Okay, yeah, maybe it's <laughs> maybe that's yeah. an American holiday. But uh, but hey, Boxing Day or whatever. You, yeah. you know, you said. <laughs> That's, that's another country, but the, <laughs> the, you joke. said, you know, sometimes you said sometimes it's got to be about more than looks. I, I, I with, with Alanis, I think just looks alone. She gets onto the mountain. I mean, forget about yeah. all the other talents. She's a very, she's always True. been a very incredibly beautiful woman. Now here's the reason why she didn't make it on my list. Right. She's overly complicated. Okay, that that, <laughs> that the, song, al- the album the album already told me that that song "Hand in My Pocket," where she's you know she's brave but she's chicken shit. She's drunk but she's sober. I don't know what to do with this woman. I, Nick's so confused. Right? How am I supposed to play along here, Alanis? You've got me so confused. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't understand what's happening. All right, that hey. rounds it out. The, another beautiful mountain Thank created. You. Today, that's what we do, right? We create, we create mountains. In this, we build in the mountains here at the Big Kids Show. Simply beautiful. beautiful. Titans of industry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got to wrap this up. I got to go to my second job here soon. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm, very, I'm very happy that we had this conversation here today, guys, because uh, this, this is something that was a lot of fun to put together. I'm going to yeah. finish, put the finishing touches on my mountain here for you. And one thing that I really like is that we picked a lot of different beautiful ladies from all over the globe. Right, mm-hmm. we have we're, we we have Canada is represented by Alanis Morissette. We have Hawaii is represented by uh, Tia Carrere. We have Liz Hurley's got to be from England, right? Yeah, I think she's British. She's British. 
Um, we have California is represented. I even brought in the old dirty Michigan with uh, Madonna. <laughs> oh, you mean dirty that, Michigan. That's, that's that state up north. Uh, yeah. We didn't mean that Michigan. We, <laughs> we, Michigan. I'll tell you what. You want to experience pure beauty and joy in the summertime? Take your butt to Michigan. It is a beautiful state in, yeah. the, in the summertime. Fantastic. A, Focus, big Nick. Stay on topic. Hold on. Let me get way off topic for a second. I heard there's a tropical island on Michigan. Just putting that out there. Anyway, there is. There is. Pure Michigan. So for my, my final selection to complete my mountain, uh, I'm going to go with somebody who's from Leeds, Yorkshire, England. Oh. Leeds. Her name is Melanie Janine Brown. Oh, Mel. Mel, Better known as Mel B. (laughs) Scary scary spice for you old timers. Scary it is. Scary spice. I knew you loved the Spice Girls through the whole time. (laughs) How how could you not? They're beautiful women. Like, uh, every time I'd come into your house and... I'm sure you were listening to Spice Girls. You're like, crap, I got to put Megadeth on real quick. Every yeah. time you walk in, be like, I'm really, really. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get so quiet all of a sudden. <laughs> I knew it the whole time. Hey, I've no, always been fairness, to Mel B. In, in fairness, Big Nick, I thought she was definitely the hottest Spice Girl. So I'm mm-hmm. with you. Well, and I, I think there's a certain, she's got a, a, a higher degree of sex appeal, I think, than the other Spice Girls in the Big Nick book here. And uh, she, has you know, P- she, has, she has the PhD in sex a charisma. You know who's going to back me up on that? One Mr. Edward Murphy, who uh, was her partner for for some time. So, oh, yeah. oh, oh, Eddie Murphy. Murphy. Hey, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. yeah. You, you know, he was. You know really? that you've you've made some achievements when uh, you're dating Eddie Murphy. Hmm. There you go. Mel B. Big Nick. I love the pick, buddy. Not not one I would have thought you picked, but I love it. That's uh, that's that's the beauty of the big kid show is we create our own Mount Rushmores. Well, I'll, t- well, I'll tell you what. When when it came down to this final selection for me, oddly enough, and and, and now you guys are going to laugh at me even more. Probably uh, too but, late. <laughs> but it it actually came down to Mel B inching out posh spice. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you loved the spice girl. Which one's posh? I, I don't She's know. the one that married the soccer guy. Oh, yeah. Beckham. Bend it like yeah. Beckham. Yeah, bend it yeah, like she, Beckham. I think they got she, married. She, yeah, that was, I, that was a good move by her part because he's not poor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah I would have married him. <laughs> she was attractive. She was attractive. Now, Mel B, though, she's another one. Like, so I, I don't remember what I saw, but I saw some pictures of her recently. Again, I'm like, what are these? What diets are these people on? Because they look like they haven't aged hardly a day. So they, kudos they, to, to, to they Mel find B. find somebody place. in L.A., right? And they're like, LA. hey, could you, take, LA. could you take cantaloupe and make it into some kind of lotion that I can apply to my visage? <laughs> well, and I'm sure, too. I, I don't know this for fact, but you get to that level of notoriety or fame, you probably have a, a chef a trainer, a dietitian. So it gets easy to manage those things, you know, and even hell, you probably even have like a person that takes care of your skin and all this stuff. So when you get to that kind of money, you could probably afford those things. True that. True that. My my chef is me and my wife. That's better than I got chef boy RD over here. Oh, Hey, (laughs) canned SpaghettiOs. Bam. He is consistent. (laughs) Although he's not always good on my stomach. No, I'm kidding. I don't eat Chef Bordy. But hey, no, no that's B, a great no choice. B, buddy. Good pick. Great choice. Hey, so Big Nick, can we can we get a little recap here? Yes. My Mount Rushmore <laughs> consists of <laughs> well, Tia Carrere, Madonna, Erica Aliniak, and Mel B. And then Mr. Mark's Mount Rushmore consists of Jennifer Love Hewitt and don't forget the other Jennifer. Selma Hayek, Jennifer Aniston, and Elizabeth Hurley. Elizabeth Hurley. And then Mr. B's Mount Rushmore consists of Jennifer Aniston, Alanis Morissette, Pamela Anderson, and Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. There we go. There we (laughs) go. We call him the memory master. Memory master. That's what we do on this show. We construct and build mountains here, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you tune in and join us back here on the Big Kid Show, where we will build more 
mountains and create more memories together. Until next time, we are the big kids. <laughs>